This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Feds will be having their brain picked by the White House a bit more often. It seems nobody knows what the final price tag on VA's electronic health record will be. Meanwhile, the Pentagon is trying to get a head start on potential climate change issues. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Biden administration launched its first ever federal employee pulse survey this week. The Office of Management and Budget says employees received an email with a short survey. The survey had three or four questions on engagement, inclusion and reentering government. OMB says it plans to send three quick surveys to the federal workforce every two months. The administration says the feedback will inform their future actions for them. OMB is upping its targets for category management in 2022. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. A handful of Senate Democrats are looking for more racial and gender diversity within the thrift savings plan. New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez says the TSP should give participants more opportunities to invest in funds managed by diverse asset managers. The TSP is planning to offer a mutual fund window for participants next summer. Menendez says the plan should offer funds managed by diverse asset managers during that time. The window will give participants a chance to invest a portion of their accounts in an array of mutual funds outside the main five. Congress says it really has no idea how much the massive electronic health record modernization project at the Department of Veterans Affairs will cost. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The project was supposed to cost $16 billion over 10 years, but Congress has already set aside $6 billion for the electronic health record. VA deployed the new record at one site and has about 150 more to go. The department is developing a new independent cost estimate, but that will take a year to complete. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. A bipartisan group of House members has new legislation that would raise pay for federal wildland firefighters and provide other mental health and housing benefits. Colorado Democrat Joe Neguse, California Democrat Katie Porter, and Wyoming Republican Liz Cheney introduced the Wildland Firefighter Classification and Pay Parity Act. The bill would raise pay for federal firefighters to at least $20 an hour. It would create a new pay and classification series unique to wildland firefighters. It would ensure temporary firefighters earn credit toward their retirement annuities and allow the firefighters to take one week of paid mental health leave in the middle of fire season. A handful of Pentagon nominees are on the way to being confirmed. The Senate Armed Services Committee voted out six top officials for final approval by the Senate. Those include Gabriel Camarillo, who is set to be Undersecretary of the Army, and Alex Wagner, who was nominated as Air Force Assistant Secretary for Manpower and Reserve Affairs. Others getting approval include Rachel Jacobson as Army Assistant Secretary for Energy Installations and Environment, and Andrew Hunter as Air Force Assistant Secretary for Acquisition, Technology and Logistics. The Defense Department is continuing to prepare for climate change-related problems. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The Pentagon's looking at the primary, secondary, and tertiary effects of climate change and extreme weather on national security. A new risk analysis coming out of the Defense Department explains how the military plans on considering climate change risks in everything it does in the future. DOD will now incorporate climate change effects into strategy, modeling, analysis, and intelligence. It's taking into account how it will handle things like melting ice caps, longer hurricane seasons, droughts, and wildfires. 
fires. It's also thinking about the geopolitical implications of those disasters. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Agencies have new guidance for securing mobile devices when their employees travel abroad. The Federal Mobility Group released a new report this week on risks to government-furnished devices when employees travel internationally. The group recommends using a range of security measures, including simple tips like turning off lock screen notifications and keeping all software up to date. The interagency group is looking to update federal reporting requirements for mobile device security as employees increasingly use smartphones and tablets to work remotely. The Department of Homeland Security could see new software requirements under a bill that just passed the House. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more on that. The DHS Software Supply Chain Risk Management Act, passed by a 412 to 2 margin this week, would create a software bill of materials requirement for DHS contracts. Lawmakers want to make sure the agency is not buying software with known security vulnerabilities and defects. The Senate has yet to consider a companion bill. But the Biden administration is already working on a software bill of materials mechanism for agencies, but it isn't a requirement of doing business with the government yet. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. It won't be in the Olympics anytime soon, but HHS's artificial intelligence lead calls it a team sport. The Department of Health and Human Services has a strategy for wider AI implementation, and it hinges on some major cultural shifts. HHS Chief AI Officer Oki Mech says the three core pieces of the strategy are bringing the entire department up to speed on the language of AI, scaling best practices, and accelerated AI adoption. Mech says it's important to protect health data privacy, but also explains that if categorized properly, it can make all the difference in successful AI, which benefits HHS mission activities. The Postal Service is asking a federal court to throw out a lawsuit challenging its use of facial recognition and social media monitoring tools. USPS and the Justice Department argue the plaintiff, the Electronic Privacy Information Center, is not directly harmed by tools used by the USPS Internet Covert Operations Program. Epic argues USPS is violating the E-Government Act by not publishing a privacy impact assessment for its use of these federal law enforcement tools. Inspectors General may soon gain the authority to question former federal employees as part of their investigations. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee is set to mark up IG legislation next week. That includes a bill that would allow IGs to subpoena former federal employees and contractors. IGs would have to vet subpoena requests through a three-member panel and would rely on the Justice Department to enforce the subpoenas. Justice Department IG Michael Horowitz says watchdogs would benefit from this new administrative subpoena authority. We've had occasions where people have resigned a few hours before a compelled interview, precisely because they want to avoid speaking to us. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. And the Commodity Futures Trading Commission awards its biggest whistleblower payout ever. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin. 200 million big ones. That's how much the commission says went to what it called a credible and timely whistleblower with original data. The person's tip-off led to enforcement actions by both the CFTC and British regulators. The case concerned Deutsche Bank. The whistleblower had sought more because of a state action, but didn't share that information with the state. This award brings the total program payout since 2014 to $3 billion. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, 
or pie made with fresh, cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.